0: producer Carly here just quickly before we dig in. The treatments mentioned in this episode are not to be used as medical advice. They were for Chloe specifically. And if you have any health-related questions, please chat to your own healthcare professionals. Listener
1: to Darling Shine, a podcast by myself, Elodie Pullen and me, Chloe Fisher, a place where we ground womanhood's unspoken experiences from grief... To fertility and everything in between. Join us while we transform our pain into power, encompassing all emotions ugly and beautiful. Darling Shine is your chosen family and your survival kit for the unexpected shit life throws at you. So today we've got Marta Sofa and Marta's founder of Surya Spa, which is the spa that I went to to do my Panchakarma retreat. And she's one of Hollywood's most recognized leader in modern Ayurveda. She's a teacher, she's a lecturer, she's an acclaimed expert in the field and her focus is on Ayurveda for modern life. People literally fly all over the world to experience her healing touch, as did I. Ever since I did my retreat with you, all of our listeners have been asking to hear about it and I did send make myself voice notes throughout the journey to potentially put together for an episode but listening back I was like no I actually need to get Marta on to the podcast and I have finally (laughs) we've got you on and I'm so excited you're like Hollywood's guru Ayurvedic healer (laughs) okay when I came to you I kind of saw you through a friend's social media and I thought I didn't know too much about Ayurvedic medicine and healing and I was just more so purely coming just to sort of do a bit of a detox and I ended up in your office and I had the best experience and it sort of brings me here today but firstly
0: I'd love to welcome you to our podcast Darling Shine. Thank you so much and remembering all your journey and so many women that comes with the same uh, situation as yours and every time that I hear this work I'm so happy because I have I am a mother of two uh, my daughter and my son and I will not change that for anything in my life it's like it's just it just they changed my life they're they're my day-to-day wake up besides my patients every day so like anything happens with them or anything it's just a reason why to be so happy and to live you know Oh, you're so sweet! <laughs> I'm so excited to have my little baby and feel
1: feel that as well. Yep. And so, before we get into the spa and and the retreat and everything like that, I wanted to kind of go back and speak to you about your upbringing and what actually got you into this Ayurvedic lifestyle and healing. Did you get brought up uh, surrounded by this, or is this something that you kind of found yourself falling into?
0: Well, in a way without calling it Ayurveda. I grew up with my grandmother making all these different things. She suffered from arthritis and she used to get marijuana and she would put in alcohol and then it will leave it in the invernadero in the garden in the interior garden and then leave it there we cannot touch it it was like <laughs> and they were always <laughs> it would be like the secret thing and then and so I learned that she was she will put that in her arthritis and really really helped her and we had different farms where we went and she had the roses and grow the roses and the plants and anything that will happen with us with my brother and I uh, she will do a lot of uh, okay, I'm going to do, you have fever, then I'm going to do something with an egg and then with some cognac and then some milk. And then she will give us that just before going to bed and wrap us in a way like what we do in Ayurveda, sweat or not. And then you sweat, whatever. And then the next day you wake up and then you feel amazing. So that was one of the days that the way I grew up with a lot of natural medicine from my grandmother's side. From my mom's side, it was not like that. My mom, it was like, you have a cold, take an uh, Take an antibiotic. <laughs> because it was the more the easier way to deal with that with us. But my grandmother always was like that, so I got that from my grandmother, which I adore. She's passed, but but so with her, I was more in touch with this natural mm-hmm. medicine. So when I finished school, I went. Uh, I really liked numbers and computers, so I studied computer science. Wow! And one day I was in my apartment. I already finished. I was working for IBM. I was working for Apple. I was working for an engineering company, making some software. I was going out with this guy and he just like disappeared and the relationship finished. My heart was broken. And this friend of ours came and then said, maybe Jorge or Marta, my brother, want to go to America and do some English as a second language or something like that. My heart was so broken that I'm like, okay, what do I need to do? So he said, the only condition to go to that university is that you need to learn TM. And I'm like, so, okay, so I'm going to do a, a master's in computer science. So I got to the university. I did all the papers and everything was so supported by nature. It was like everything was just flowing, supported by nature. It was incredible. So then all the jobs that I have, everything that I have, it was like, no, no, no. All the interviews that I have, I was not, it was not successful. So so I had to do English as a second language because I didn't pass the TOEFL test. And then one day in the dining room, I sit next to someone and she had so much oil in her hair and the smell of the oil was fascinating. So I'm like, why are you doing, why are you having so much oil in your hair? And then she said, oh, I did Ayurveda. And I was, this is my talking about 35 years ago. So I was like, Ayurveda, what is that? And then, so she explained to me, and she said, you should go and have a treatment. So I went to the clinic, I booked a treatment. And then after I received the Abhyanga and the Shirodhara, I was, what is this? The way I felt, like I was like being so long that I didn't feel this stress relieving of my body and feeling my body that way. And I was younger then. So I was like 35 years ago. So This is incredible. I want to learn this to one day apply this to my kids and my family. But it wasn't something that I was going to do a business. So I decided to apply to the program. And everything was just like flowing again. I applied to the program. I got accepted. And then I did Ayurveda. So I stayed there for three years. And when I finished, they asked me if I could come to LA, to the TM Center, and work there for six weeks. And then I came during those six weeks, trained some people, did some things in computers for them. And I was like, we want you to stay. And during those six weeks, I met my husband today, the father of my kids. From there, I stayed. And then uh, Maharishi, which I went to the Maharishi International University in Iowa, closed all the clinics, the clinic in L.A., and then so people that know me. They said, can you please come to my house and do Panchakarma for me? And then it was okay. Uh, So then I started going all over the LA and I made my own sweat box and made all the oils and made everything because I knew how to do everything. And I went to people's houses and did Panchakarma. So then I decided uh, I cannot do this anymore because so many herbs, so many things. So I saw this place in the Palisades and I opened it. And then it's been 35 years now that I've been doing that the way. And it's just being so amazing. And now I'm in the proper at Santa Monica. And so I started with one bedroom apartment and now in the proper you've been there. So it's like six rooms and and it's just really beautiful. That was one of my desires since I started Ayurveda too because it was so changing to my whole entire life. Because when before I learned about Ayurveda, I was 27. And then I started learning that what I was doing, like smoking cigarettes, drinking coffee, drinking uh, drinking wine, sometimes hard alcohol, but not much of it. It was really damaging my stomach. It was to the point that I was almost having uh, an ulcer. So I realized that when I learned to ayurveda that this was just something that it was very easy to fix. It's just, just to be more aware of what you put in your body. I've learned that if you... Do the right thing and treat your body the right, the right way with Ayurveda. Then you are healthy and you will live whatever is your life wanting to be. You're going to be younger and happier and more. And you can just help more people and feel more radiant and feel more like I wake up and I can conquer the world. doesn't matter if you are 60.
1: So amazing. And so when you say, for our listeners, when you say TM, that's transcendental
0: meditation. I am so sorry. I'm so used to say TM. Yeah, transcendental meditation.
1: No, no, that's fine because I do that myself. I've been practicing for maybe coming up a year in March and I, I love it. I talk about it quite often on the podcast.
0: And how long have you been doing that for? I learned to meditate October 28, 1988. Wow. And consistently since? Yes. Every day we meditate an hour in the morning because I did the TM and I did the CDs, which is a more advanced program, and then I did the 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 flying sutra, which is again more advanced. I've been doing that for since then. And every time I can go do courses or retreats and we call it WPA, World Peace Assemble, then I go there and do it because it's just so amazing what happens to your body when you sit down and meditate for six hours a day.
1: For me, I feel like I've been only been doing it for 12 months now and I, I feel like I've only just started actually finding that I'm getting the benefits and actually enjoying it. Do you think that that, that is a, a thing? Because I feel like so many people start TM or start different types of meditation and they just never stick to it because it's it
0: sometimes becomes a chore for some people. There is sometimes times it doesn't happen because my mind is so busy and the vata takes over and your mind is just going 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 so it's hard to sit down and settle down but then if you do a little bit of yoga or asanas before that that opens all the channels and then that happens and also just you have to get it like it's a routine this is what i do like every day i wake i wake up every day i just clean my tongue just scrape my tongue and then i put some some cold water or triple water in my eyes it is the time it's just like what there is more important thing to do than sit down with yourself and God and um, like every day I wake I wake up and then I have I uh, breakfast. Like so it's like a thing that you do. And then for me, what I've learned from that is, is just when you do something where you start first of all releasing the stress that is in your body and then preparing you to be incredible for the rest of the day. Why I will not do it? Because mm-hmm. it just and yeah. then also nature. just brings the support of nature for whatever it is that you're doing during the day all your life and you mentioned tongue scraping what what why do you why do you scrape your tongue every morning <laughs> <laughs> i've scraped my tongue because so sometimes we think things that produces more ama more toxins so the body just moves them up to your tongue so when you scrape your tongue instead of swallowing again and putting it into your joints and into your digestive system you are taking it out and then when you do this also you are you are saying that the liver okay i'm gonna start doing so it starts doing all the enzymes producing more saliva so then you don't swallow it again you just take it out and then so it doesn't go inside your body interesting i know i've seen I, i
1: i was in a habit when i was doing it but i never really knew the benefits of it but that actually totally makes sense i think especially now with me being pregnant and getting acid reflux i wake up in the morning and i'm just like even now, I've like, <laughs> it just sits in my throat. That's probably the the toxic the toxins and the acids trying to get out of my
0: gut, well, correct? Well, what is happening with you right now, so your stomach is being pushed up. So that's mm-hmm. so. then sometimes yeah. the valve gets open and then the, the acid reflects. But if you take care of what you eat, then we can solve that problem easily. Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about
1: Surya Spa and the Panchakarma retreat. So there's a few different options people can do. They can come in and they can have just treatments, like one-off treatments. They can... Do you want to explain what treatments people can come and get? For, like, you know, there's the retreat and then there's the treatments and there's
0: the lunch. It's the most important part. <laughs> the kitchen. <laughs> so the treatments that we do at Surya, they are like the Abhyanga and the Shirodara. That's the treatment that I got, the first thing, to to was introduced to Ayurveda. And it is so powerful, because these treatments were cognized by the seers. because who will think that putting some oil in the forehead of your body is going to make you transcend or go to different states of consciousness? Only it has to be someone that has beautiful connection with God, because it just really gets you to that. When we have people that come to surya. They are really stressed out, I said do the nourishing and restore, which is the bianga that is a massage done by two people at the same time. So it's a four hands and it's really so synchronized and so slow that it's just gonna make you feel incredible. You just like go like what just happened? And just two hours just happened and just go really quick. When you do the shiodara, the shiodara is designed to release stress that embedded into your tissues. So when we put the oil in certain forms into into your into your forehead what it does it touches different marma points that controls the nervous system and that's what it makes you again to some people have visions of things that see when this happens some people just like feel like this 20 minutes half an hour of putting the oil they feel like they have rested for two or three hours so it's really powerful for the nervous system for people that that Uh, They feel sluggish and they don't, they feel slow and they feel like they need to be moving. They need more energy. Then we have the Vartana, which is a treatment that we do with different, different herbs, like about 30 different herbs. And then it has like orange peels and it has coffee and it has uh, brown sugar. Sometimes we do salt, depends on whatever is that I want to do. Because when I, when you come and do treatments in Surya, if you're doing Panchakarma, then I taught the do your pulse, and I do the oils that are specifically for you or for whatever is happening in your body. So at that point, I decide, okay, we're going to do this treatment or that other treatment. So when you do the rubartanize to move that energy that is not flowing and to make the, the circulation work better in your body. Then we have the nausea, which is beautiful That for if you have any problems with the, the respiratory system and even to open all the channels that go to the brain. So there's a massage in your head, neck, and shoulder. And then we put some steam inhalation and then we put some oil in, in your nose. And that just opens all the channels and then just it's really good for the lungs also to take some of the toxins that we breathe every day. But when you do the Panchakarma, it's more, okay, or you come to, to retreat, we do the polls, and then from there, I design exactly what is happening every day. I make the oil. and depends on whatever is happening to you within in the middle or at the beginning, after the first day, I can change the oil, put more herbs, or take herbs. or it just all depends how the body is reacting. If the body has too much vata, so it needs more calming. If the body has too much pita, so it needs more cooling. If the body has too much kapha, so it needs more energizing. So then I will use all the different herbs, and it's all from what's happening to your pulse. And uh, when you do the re- retreat, then you have all the panchakarma, which all the enemas, we call the bastis, which are very important also to clean your digestive system. What I say to people sometimes is like when your computer doesn't work, you just like reset it, turn it off, and then it turns on again. So for me, panchakarma is like kind of that. It's not working. Let's just do the reset, do the diet. And then I recommend you do that four times a year. So every change of the season, you do Panchakarma. karma. Not everyone can afford that because it's expensive, but at least the part of the cleansing that I can give it to you so you can share it with people. You can I think you can get it in my website. And then just do the four days of ghee, which the ghee is going to move all the toxins, the lipid is going to move all the toxins to your GI tract. And then you do some oil, and the casserole is just going to flush everything out. And literally you feel so amazing. I think you experienced that when you did. I, yeah.
1: I found that the pre-cleanse part quite challenging. I think the first day you're doing one tablespoon of ghee, but by, what is it, day four, you're doing like six? Yeah, are teaspoons. 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 Yeah, so it's not that much. It tastes like tablespoons.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for people that don't like ghee. <laughs> I, I, the idea is like every time you do a bunch of karma, you, do, you increase the amount of ghee that you do because then you, your body can just go deeper. Um, like when I do it now, I like think the last day uh, I did it, it was 42 teaspoons. So it's like a cup of, of ghee, what? Yeah, uh, it's really but uh, because it's amazing what it does to the glow of your skin and how that is it moves. But I should be going to more, I cannot do more than that, that's just too much. So, 42, 42, yeah. So, uh, because the ghee, I after doing all this for so long, is so incredible to really give you the core energy and to move stocks inside of your body, it's, it's one of. It's, it's like a miracle.
1: I see ghee in the supermarket now and I'm
0: like, oh no, <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> I can't even look at it. I'm like, but I, so you can actually just do this. Is it good to take every day or is it, do you kind of do it in these like cleansing cycles only?
0: In the cleansing cycles are really good. If you want to cook with ghee, it's actually really amazing. If you are weak and then you want to get more strength or sometimes for digestion even helps that too, if you do it a little bit in the mornings every day. That Ayurveda also recommends is to not do something every day, all the time, every year. It's important to just do this and stop. Stop for some time and then maybe change it. Maybe do some olive oil, which is really good for your liver and for your skin also. And then so I stop. Sometimes I do ghee. Sometimes I do olive oil. Sometimes I do a little bit of grapeseed oil because they all have different properties. And then I just take it first thing in the morning. What it does, it really coats your digestive system, and it helps like, people that have problems going to the bathroom. So having that is really amazing because it lubricates and then helps people. Like sometimes I tell people to do you know, sesame oil. Sometimes I do black sesame oil for people that have problems with the with hair and even the hair falling, which is I've seen a lot of that lately. So then I recommend people to do the black sesame oil, black sesame seed oil. So there is all the different oils. So it's important not to always stay with one because there is all these varieties that we can do and that will be all have different things that will help the body. And about one teaspoon in the mornings. One teaspoon liquid, not hard liquid. So it's oh, less. Liquid. So it's like so it's, it's gonna be like a half a teaspoon. Yeah. Mountain. Yeah.
1: So before you go into the Panchakarma retreat, on uh, is it day five? You've done your ghee up until day five, and then day five you you have your castor oil. Yeah. That's the scary part. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny because it's the first time that people do it like the scary part, but it's just not that bad. I, again, I don't see it that bad. And I found ways to have people take it so it's not that difficult. So um, because castor oil is tasteless. It doesn't taste like anything. It's just the viscosity that is very difficult to take down. Yes, so weak. when you take the, what I recommend to people to do is take a tea has a lot of flavor i do sometimes raspberries or so it gets like very flavorful i take a sip of the warm tea and then i take the mm-hmm. tablespoon and then i take another sip oh. and then it goes down so it's like a sandwich so think about it because I water and oil that's not they don't combine so when you take it it's like yeah. you take the tea and then you don't taste the casserole at all so it is an amazing and then what casserole does is also taking the pita and the fire out of the, the, that's why sometimes after the result of that, the people that have taken a lot of medicines and a lot of anesthesia or a lot, that stays into the tissues. So when you do that, you can see what it comes out of you. And sometimes I have clients that say, I smell this thing that I used to have to take and now I smell it. And I cannot believe that this still in me, I stopped taking this medicine for two years. And they smell it in the toilet when they went. Yeah, it was crazy. I think for me,
1: sometimes when, it, well, when you say it can take a couple of hours once you have the castor oil, I'm pretty sure I like had it and I did not do the tea because then that would have been a game changer because I remember trying to get it down going, oh my. It's the thickness. It's the texture and the consistency that... Is a bit weird, and I got into bed because I had to do it quite early in the morning. And it, it, I think, it only took about thirty to forty minutes, and it was just like my whole stomach was coming Empty. out of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I felt amazing. I and I because you can actually go to Marta Spa. Was one of my favorite parts of the retreat is the kitchen, and it's basically the spa revolves around this incredible space. And I seriously went there and just sat there most days because there's w- amazing women that cook these fresh meals every day. And so in the lead up, before I started my retreat, I was actually getting my body used to it and eating all this yummy, yummy, yummy food. And then I did the cleanse. And by the time I came in day five, I felt like I was like levitated in, like I was already feeling so unbelievably light. And just before you said, it's like when your computer has issues, you reset it and it's like a reset. That's really why I came. And I didn't really know too much about Surya Spa or yourself. I I genuinely saw a friend of mine posted about it on social media and I thought, whatever that is, I need that (laughs) in my life. I don't follow the Kardashians that much, but I know that you helped Courtney and Travis in their journey in trying to conceive, and I was thinking, all right, I'm going to just go try this. I'm going to take a week out of my life, and I'm just going to immerse myself in this. And I've done Ayurvedic treatments in the past, and I've always been so interested, but it's like it just felt like a can of worms for me because there's just so much to it um, when you're learning about it, but not doing that. You know, the treatments that you don't have to worry. You guys do it all for you. But I basically got there. I had no expectations. You obviously had no idea who I was. I sat down. I didn't tell you a thing. And you looked into my tongue, my eyes, I think, and my pulse, and you were able to tell me exactly what was going on. I don't even think I told you about my my fertility. Like I hadn't really told you much. And you just literally knew exactly what was going on. How do you do that?
0: It's not like a trick or anything. It's like, uh, it's, first of all, is the amount of years of experience. And I'm grateful for COVID in a way because um, that was something that forced me to learn how to read the tongue better also. So combining that to combining just the facial, what I can see in that. uh, And if you know how to really do the polls and see what is, because there are seven different layers. And then within the seven layers, you find different things because there are seven different tissues in the body. So you can find where the toxins are, what is, what is not working, or it has too much heat or is, that much, or is too stagnated. So when you do that and you go, oh, this is what's happening. And then you look at the tongue and I'm like, oh yeah, this is what's happening. If, if you just like study it and Ayurveda brought me to incredible teachers uh, that I have at the university with Indian Bajas teachers that they were there teaching us. It was really amazing to be able to have the experience and have the, been there for them to teach me. And being there at that point, I was just supporting them with education on the food and this, and then I got to be in the consultations with them and learning all this when I feel very lucky that life put me in that situation that I was able to learn with them and then practicing and i just said i need to do this and i need to practice i need to practice and practice and practice and to the point that you just take someone's balls at the beginning it took me a long time the used to be two hours now it's only one hour because i was taking me to like okay i'm going this again <laughs> so i made this form with all the seven different different layers but now i can just do it way faster and also after you do it so much is you just start like writing into people's pulses and feeling what they feel. Like. And then you can just say, Oh, this or that or whatever is happening. And then most people go, Oh yeah. Or, or I, or some people say, no, 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 I don't have that. This that never happened." And two, three days later, they call me like, Oh, you were right. This was happening. So the bad that's what is so beautiful yeah. about Ayurveda that through the pulse and to understanding what's happening to the body, you can prevent things from happening. So if you can, See things on time to be changed, then you can just prevent them from happening.
1: And so, for women who are trying to conceive and are are really struggling, and they come to you for those particular reasons, what are you actually looking for in them, or is everything specific to each different
0: person? Well, one of the things that that I've noticed the most on people is having too much coldness Mm -hmm. in the uterus. So when you have what we call in chinese medicine also damp heat in the uterus then the oven is not going to get warm to be able to bake this this bread you need to have the right temperature and so when women don't take care of themselves and they walk uh, they have a lot of coldness coming through the feet into the uterus that creates a problem to be able to get pregnant so doing the food baths with the ginger or doing the foot bath with the different teas that I have that helps to, to make that better. And then when pe- women do this, that's why you have a lot of people now with PCOS and a lot of people with problem having been pregnant. And it's just because having the coldness that comes into the uterus from, from walking barefoot and, or having too much coldness in the feet. So that's one of the things that I see. The other thing is like the quality, so the quality of the doshas how, what the quality of what we call ojas, which is like the ojas is like the, sus, the substance of core energy in the body and how how is it? Is the, is the egg being strong to be able to be conceived? Is the sperm strong to be able to go and then, then get together? So when we do the ghee, <laughs> and the give with the herbs that like, for for be able to help get people pregnant, they goes in there and then it helps the egg to be strong. And when that's one of the things that I look more when I want to help someone to get pregnant to make the quality of the egg to be strong. So those are the things on the diet. Yeah. Do you when you speak about diet, can we, can we talk
1: about your kitchen a little bit more? Because I was at the start, I, I did find. I was thinking this is super repetitive, how am I going to get through because you're really eating a lot of similar stuff every day. But by the end, I was almost addicted to it. I I was coming back because you can actually come to the spa and get your lunch pretty much and sit in the kitchen and eat with beautiful women who make it for you. But do you want to talk us through like what a typical day in the life of food would consist of?
0: Yeah. So for in the morning, we make different kind of porridges. So we have the rice porridge or we have, sometimes I make pancakes, uh, the mom bean pancakes with the fruits on top. um, They're really delicious. Sometimes I make buckwheat. It depends on whatever the person, for most people, I do the rice cereal. Some people, they need a specific thing, then I do a specific thing for them. But that's the idea in the morning. For lunch, we do the mom beans, rice and vegetables. That's what we do every day. Um, And that's what you'll see all the women come that work, they can eat whatever they want, but they come and eat the mung beans, rice and vegetables. When I move to the proper and uh, we were seeing COVID, but it was 2021. And then I said to them, Oh, I'm gonna make kichuri for you guys. And they have never heard these therapies, they were new therapies, never heard anything. So I was being I was training them. Literally for like two, three days the whole path, I have to just throw it away. Because no one will come, they will be like, weird, I'm not going to eat that. And then finally, <laughs> the, of the new ones, they came, the old ones, the old people that used to work with me, people that have been working with me for 15, 20 years, they knew what it was, they went and eat it, and they know how great it is for your body to eat this food. <laughs> so the, the, then the little by little, the new ones start to learn and start feeling that they were like, when we start eating this food, All my body works so much better. My digestion works better. I have better energy. So why not to eat that food? And now you saw it. All of them eat it when they can eat whatever they want. All of all of the therapists eat it because it's a complete meal where you get the right protein, the right protein combination, and the fruits and vegetables. They are in the season. So always we go to the farmers market. I go Sundays on farmers market and buy. Everything is in the season for the clients, the fruits and the vegetables, and we cook this for them. And then at night, we do the kichurri because the idea that you eat this so repetitive is to let the digestive system reset. So that's the reset part when you don't have the digestive system busy with sodas or, um, Meat or things that create inflammation. So this food is not going to create inflammation. So the body can rest and then be able to not concentrate and fight in fighting these things to be able to take that inflammation, take the toxins out of the body, so the body will work better.
1: Do you eat meat yourself or fish?
0: Uh, I was a, I was eating a vegetarian most of the time, but when menopause started, I realized I needed a little bit of animal protein, and I was craving it. So at that point, I I decide, okay, I'm going to eat when I crave it. So I I need it. I crave it. If I crave it, then my body's needing it. So I listen to my body and then I eat some meat sometimes. But not a thing that I will make at my house. If I do it, it's like maybe once a year. But most of the time, it's almost I never eat it. But when I need it, I do it. Yeah.
1: I actually travel with my spices from the spa because you can actually purchase all these different spices and the ghee's and um from from the spa that they use in the kitchen because I just became so addicted to that taste and the dal and the kachari and, yeah, it's so, so delicious. So for me personally, I think that we said that there was a lot of a combination of damp and heat in my body, yes? Yes,
0: yes, yeah. So what I wanted to do, again, it was to warm up the oven, like what I call it, the oven. That was one of the the things that I wanted to do and then make – the the tissues or, or the ojas be stronger with you, and that's one of the things. And then take that kafa that it was like sluggish there. That's what or one of the things that I did with you.
1: And I loved so every day when you went, I think was I booked in for four days, and I ended up doing an extra day because I was just like I feel like I need mm-hmm. I need a little bit more. But you start. I know you explained it before, but you start every day with this four handed massage that goes for two hours, and it is seriously. Like heaven. I wrote journals about it all, and I found some days were easier than others. I felt some days I was a little bit agitated, and some days I just it went like it felt like it was five minutes. And then we also did I can't remember what it's called, but what it when you put it in the bat, the
0: you make you make it at home, and it has those bags. Yeah, the ones with the, the yes. pindas, with the milk, and that's to take the heat, the inflammation yes. down. And that is like some people. I have people that have a lot of uh, inflammation and heat. When you do this, I have one person yes. that was like, "I feel like steam is coming out of my head," <laughs> because well, and then how amazing, it was amazing you feel after that treatment when you need oh. it. And that's not a treatment that you do to everyone. It's pretty much the size of your hand,
1: if you imagined, and they're like muslin pouches filled with like organic herbs, flowers, milled grain and soaked in milk like hot warm warm milk overnight and then when they come in to treat me they bring the I'm assuming the milk is in like like a dish and because it stays hot throughout the whole treatment and it goes for about an hour but basically you lay face down and then they get these pouches and they like pad them all over your body so they go up your legs up up your back down your arms and then they start like a sweeping movement and they pretty much do that like 15 to 20 times on your back they literally feel so soft and spongy like every time it was in the palm of my hand I just wanted to grab it <laughs> like I can't if I was to explain what it felt like it literally felt like a Muslim cloth but on the inside was almost like clay, and it felt like the clay was like seeping out onto your body. This treatment was specifically used for reducing pitta, which is the fire or heat element. And when I had my con- my consultation, the- she said that I had a lot of PITA in my body, so I am always warm which makes sense because I, I feel like I run hot constantly so especially with people trying to conceive you don't want to have as much heat in your body these like warm muslim pouches are used to draw out the heat of the tissues and out to the surface of the body so I had that three days in a row I think didn't I
0: yes i had to hurry up with you and do it because i didn't have that much time normally it takes a little different way of dissolving the, the toxins and then you do that but i had so many so little days and it was important for me to take out that out of your body i needed a lot of work yeah. <laughs> no but not enough time no. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um
1: and then i also did some private yoga which was incredible i i absolutely loved that and then at the end Paul and I well he actually has been nagging me as well because we come back to LA in a few weeks that we have to do the breath work together so we actually did a breath work session with Marta's daughter who by the way is incredible and if you have not tried breath work before and you are in LA I would can't recommend this session enough but we did a private session Paul and I with Marta and her daughter and I've actually done breathwork before but Paul had not and I was really <laughs> I intrigued to know how he was going to go with the experience. And we were obviously lying there with our eyes closed but you were watching what was going on and it was pretty wild wasn't it? Yeah,
0: it was really wild. It was it was It was funny to see Paul into that. We had a
1: laugh off in the middle I think. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, it was funny to see Paul into that, but it was he was such a good camper and go through it, and he had a really good experience.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened halfway through, but someone had a giggle, and then the whole like the four of us were just laughing our head off, and then we kind of got back into the zone. And it what can you talk through what the benefits of this sort of session are for your body and your mental well-being?
0: You want to talk to my daughter and ask her that question? She's right here.
1: Oh, yes. Hello. Pam, Pam. Pamela. (laughs) What a talented family. Hello. Hi, Pam. How are you? Hi, doing well. Remember when myself and Paul, my husband, came in and did the breathwork session um, after my Panchakarma (laughs) retreat? And we, we <laughs> ha- went through all of the emotions in one, one session and we were giggling and laughing and came back. but it was the sweetest. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain to our listeners a little bit about the benefits of breath work and how this really helps your you know, your inner
2: self and your mental yeah. well-being too? Yeah. So breath work and in Ayurveda, we call it pranayama. So a whole system of different ways that we can use the breath, different patterns, techniques, rhythms to create different effects in the body. And the one that we did together was kind of this up regulating one. So where we're flooding the body with oxygen and we're creating a chance for us to really get out of our own way, to drop out of the mind and into the body, into the heart. And so it's this practice that really lets us touch that essential piece of ourselves and I love this idea that the breath is something that we share with all of life right like we breathe out and the plants receive it we breathe in and we we connect with the whole world and so we're tuning into that piece of us that is uh, vital and essence connected to all of life And that's like on its simplest form. And then as you continue with the breath, as you know, it really wakes up all of this energy in you and lets you flush out and move through stuff that's stagnant or stuck in your system and lets you access these really expanded states of consciousness where you're really approaching it from that place of heart-centered, open awareness, this vital essence, who you are at your core place instead of maybe all the constructions or facades or masks that we're normally walking around with. And we love this practice. Uh, It's really fun that it's having this really cool, beautiful cultural revival right now. Everyone's doing it. And we love that breathing for everyone. But it's really beautiful paired with Panchakarma and with the processes that we do, too, because so much of what we're working with is moving stagnant toxicity and energy out of the system so that our body can do what it already knows how to do perfectly, to be in balance, to be in harmony, to heal itself, to access all of that wisdom that's already innate to our being. Yeah. So I I love breathwork. It was such a a sweet joy to be together with you guys. It
1: it was so nice. It was just such a perfect way to end our retreat. And we're we're coming back to LA in a few weeks and Paul's like, I need to book another session in. I don't think I can't do it because I'm pregnant. Can I? No can't do it when you're pregnant we
2: could do a slightly different version with you but yeah you wouldn't want to do such an activating one while yep. you're pregnant oh well thank you yeah. thank you so
1: much for jumping on that was a yeah. treat to I'm have you both over <laughs> here.
2: Um, I'm gonna hand you back but good to see you yeah and congrats on your baby thank you
1: I'm sure I'll see you soon okay sweet
2: thank Bye. you hello hello
1: you're back she's so sweet I love Pam she's the best that was just for me, just to wrap up our whole my whole Panchakarma experience, it just could not have been better or any more special, especially being able to do it with Paul as well. It was mm. just incredible. I really do have to say that it was probably one of the most euphoric experiences I've had in years. And we went in there and it's like candles and beautiful like Buddhas and incense and crystals and and sound and instruments sort of things around the room and two really comfy little mattresses that we laid on next to each other. You do 20 minutes of this specific breathing. So it's your your stomach or your belly, then your chest, you blow it out. So you go, and you're doing it out of your mouth. And you literally do this for 20 minutes straight. This kind of breath work, puts you in this like crazy deep state um it's meant to reduce blood pressure reduce stress but basically what happens for me and what i experience in it is and i don't know if anyone else feels this but my mouth goes super tight and pretty much from my knees all the way up to my neck and my lips is crazy tingling so and my hands completely lock up so, like, all my fingers feel like they're literally stuck together. This is this is obviously in a controlled environment. It's not dangerous. And it's, it's essentially just breathing and moving oxygen around your body. Marta's daughter was, like, singing and then she kind of made this weird noise. <laughs> and it just set Paul and I off in the craziest giggle laughing bit so we're trying to do this breath work and she was like (laughs) going "Hee, whoo and encouraging us to laugh and it was seriously it wasn't even that funny but paul started laughing then i started laughing then paul started like it was just the most epic experience of just full deep belly laughs together back and forth and then yeah we stopped and you lay there and then she, they tell you to like put your hands together in prayer in front of your heart. The energy running, it sounds so crazy, but the energy in your hands, for a start, I actually couldn't even get my hands together. It just felt like this electricity between my palms and they got, yeah, I could not touch them at all. It sounds so crazy, but yeah. And then Paul had a different experience where his hands were literally stuck together they were like, come on, open your hands, Paul, and they physically had to go and pull Paul's hands open. We sort of just relaxed and laid there for maybe like 10 to 15 minutes just to kind of come back to the room. It's so funny because we're very connected just in general, but after this, it was just, there was so much like love and compassion and gratitude and all of the above in this room just circulating around and I haven't felt that happy in such a long time and it was funny because I was thinking while we were laying there like imagine if we just held hands right now this that would be super cute corny but cute because we don't usually really we're not big hand holders and when we finished the session and we sat up and we were like talking through it and talking about our experiences and how we felt and I was like it's so weird i just at the end I had this urge that i just wanted to hold hands with you and it was i was like oh my god that is the wildest thing that you've said and the two women in the room were, were saying your fingers your hands were so close laying there but they did, weren't quite touching but they were just so close and yeah it really just was like a cherry on top of that whole experience and week for me it was one of the most special things I've done as a couple in a really, really, really long time. My heart was so full and I was just so happy and I'm so so glad I did the whole experience and ended on that note. So when I left, you gave me two things and I have been trying to re- read what this oil is that you gave me and I have no idea what it was because do you remember when you when I left you gave me this little – jar of oil that you said every night put a drop in your belly button can you explain what that was because I have no idea and I can't read the (laughs) read your writing on the on the little
0: container
2: (laughs) okay
0: that's an oil that I make you know just think about it how important is the belly button to you when you were in your mom's stomach you were connected to her through the whole time that's the way you ate. That's the way the bones grow. That's your cartilage, your nervous system. your Everything was through it. So if I want to be connected, because you have 256 marma points, so con- channels in there that are connected to the belly button. So when you put oil in there, and then in this case, when I want people to get pregnant, I put the oil, and then normally I ask them also to put a pearl. Because it has yes, that's it, right. Yes, I it do has use the, pearl. the the pearls are connected to the moon, so when you put that in your stomach, it just gets connected to many things placed in the body, and that one is connected to the to the uterus, and so I make this oil that it has all the qualities to be able to bring this um, with the pearl to bring this essence to be able to help the body and there is different oils that I make for different things. There's, there's, there's oils that I can put in the belly button that will help your hair. Or there is oils that I put in the belly button to help you, your skin and your, so, the belly button is an amazing way of getting to different parts of the body that you cannot get because it's just so it's connected to life. And that's why uh, now when the baby is born, they they're, they're you save the, the cord to have the stem cells that are there because it's so important in case you need them later. That's how important it is. So that's why putting that oil in there for me, For I, luckily I have it <laughs> when you came to give it to you, to put it in there. It does really amazing how, and even if you're not, I, I don't want to be pregnant just to be, to come in there. And then it's really amazing when you put it. I don't know if you feel the same thing, but when you put it, I normally ask people to just wait for like, Five minutes and leave it there. You feel the oil. You feel a little tingling, a little something happening, like a little vibration of the oil being connected. And you just feel it, and, and it's just like, and then you take the pearl and then move it all around. And it just, it's just also an amazing, beautiful ritual to do and and ritual to bring you in and then to also call that energy to be able to get pregnant. And for women, obviously not everyone has access
1: to your incredible oil. What is there anything oils that women can use that they can get from health food shops or kind of make themselves or is it does it is it really need to be a
0: specific oil made by a practitioner? That one is a specific a specific for that. It's not a thing that I can tell you, oh put some you can put some castor oil, you can put some ghee, it's also will be good. But it's like if you drink a lemonade or a drink an orange juice, there are different different thing so that they, yeah. they're gonna do to your body. So it's the same thing. It's the oils that you're gonna the herbs that you're gonna put be infuse because when I make the oils for people, I make the oil, put the herbs and they'll cook for 24, 48 hours, like with you were five days so every night. is cook overnight. And some of the some other oils, like my face oil, it I cook it for three or four days that I'm cooking that and infusing in that all the different milks. So that takes some time. So I don't, I like to stay with the principles of Ayurveda and just keep those principles to be able to help because they are so powerful that I don't want to take any shortcut. Mm-hmm. Like I still, yeah, like the face oil and my collagen cream, which everybody loves, uh, I make them and I put them and I cook them. And I, it takes me days to make them, but I don't care. I just, I'm not going to hurry up and do that because then I will not get the benefits of nature into the oil. And that's why you're
1: the best at what you do. Seriously. <laughs> you put so much love into everything. And I remember every time I would, because your therapists are so incredible as well. But whenever you're in the room, I'm like, come and feel my pulse. or Come, <laughs> and, come and talk to me or come and, because you're just such a wealth of knowledge. I could sit and talk to you for days about this all because I just find it so unbelievably interesting. The thing that I wanted to ask you you also gave me those wax balls with all the little pellet things inside, the little black. So you know how
0: to break the ball open? Ah, those, yeah, like the eggs. Yes. Like the eggs, yeah. Yes. Those, that's that's more, uh, I learned it from this amazing lady that I work sometimes when you come to LA. I'm going to take you to see her because she's really amazing. Okay. Her name is Master Zhang and she's Chinese, but she was born with, the gift of being able to see inside you. Wow. So like if you, she will be right now in front of you, like, but it has to be in person. It cannot be through the computer. And she just looks at you and then she can tell you everything that is happening to your body. And she will tell you, like, I went to this client that she was pregnant and I've seen her every time that she's pregnant with Master Sang. And she was seeing her and she said, oh, the baby is actually, she said what the sex was. She said where the head of the baby is and the baby is about to be born. It's very close to be born. And she was like, the baby is right here and this is happening to your colon and this is happening to your lungs. And she can see inside you and see what is happening. So she was the one that taught, taught me about those little Egg balls and those are really good for pregnancy, so that's why I give them to you. Yeah, wow. So she was a, she was the one that, that taught me about that, and uh, it's they're really amazing.
1: But and then you take them the day you ovulate, and then you take them for ten days after that. Well, that's what I did anyway, yeah. and then I literally, <laughs> yeah, I feel pregnant that cycle, which is crazy. I I'm still blown away, and I, I I'm so grateful that I came across you and the spa and. It was just such a moving experience. Like I've spoken about it so much on the podcast and everyone just wants to know more, more, more. So I'm really, really grateful (laughs) that I got to um, have you on. But when I come, can you actually do these treatments when you are pregnant as well or not really? Like you wouldn't recommend coming back?
0: Well, when you are pregnant, yeah, when you're pregnant, there's a lot of people that come and do treatments and then we do the prenatal, which is on the side normally because Mm – of you can all lay down and, and you can all lay down on your stomach, otherwise, with the baby. And then, about eight months, then we'll, uh, and then we can talk, and then I prepare you, even if you are in Australia, to to start preparing look, your breasts and your nipples and pre- preparing, putting some castor oil in the so that will help soften the skin. So the, the birth will be so much easier. Um, and then, when you start breastfeeding, it will not hurt as much. When you come, then we'll do all the sacrum and we we'll help to move all the inflammation and all the maybe wire retention in there, we help them to move so that will help uh, the mom. And then when the baby's born, that that I did it with my kids, and I have done it with so many people, I did it with Corney, with all her kids, is do the 40 days after. So 40 days after you have the baby, you have some do you have an ayurvedic person that if they know they need to, it's very important that you do this. So eating the right food depends on whatever it is. And then also having the Ayurvedic doula come and give you the massage and do the right oil. And sometimes at the beginning, we do a little bit of oil enemas because everything's so sore. And the fact of pushing after pushing the baby is so hard. And painful that you are kind of scared of doing it and then so we do the enema with the oil and that just helps and soothes that and because after the birth uh, vata gets so aggravated your body has to put so much vata so much vata's moving to move the baby out to be able to push it out when uh, we go that the body is really having a lot of vata so when we do the massages with the oils and and we go to your house you don't come to us we go to your house and then we cook the food for you we go sometimes lentils sometimes soup sometimes it depends on whatever sometimes i go i do a lot of bone broth so i get the bone broth i get the chicken feet and the chicken wings and and, and the whole carcass of the, and then I put in the oven and then make the soup for you. That helps all the ojas and with a little bit of ghee, it just helps the mom to come back. And it's so important because think about it, look at your stomach the way it is right now. And now when, after the baby's gone from one day to another one, now you don't have that tightness in your stomach and your uterus are not, and that's why we recommend to people to wrap their stomach or something to get your stomach tight and be all together. So that keeps the organs protected and like not going up and down the steps because if you don't take care of you during those 40 days after, it's like you just had a major surgery, in other words. So for 40 days, that's why you're bleeding, so that you're supposed to be staying quiet and not moving too much and staying with the baby. And the baby, the babies are very sensitive at that point. Because they just came from from being all in here. Now the light, the sun, it's just really an incredible. The sound for them is really uh, like going to like, oh, what's happening here? So that's what is good to introduce them very little by little, Mm -hmm. and the mom to be able to get all the bones together back again and and being protected, so your yours will not fall. So when you get to my age, then you are not gonna be feeling like Mm -hmm. uh, I cannot hold my pee or I can. Of the uterus gets prolapsed and all this stuff, is because moms don't take care of them after they have the baby. They should be for 40 days inside the house. And the Chinese uh, tradition, they are very, very, very strict on that. Okay. They, they do make the women stay. And, and Ayurveda is the same thing. Stay and take those 40 days to be able to take care of your body. I wonder if there's any Ayurvedic doulas in Australia, because I'm going to be
1: having this baby in Australia. I'd be so interested in finding out because... Everything that you're saying makes so much sense. I'm, when I come back to LA in a few, in about a month, I will come in and I'll have an appointment and we can kind of make a little bit of a plan together. That would be amazing. I can't wait to eat eat the banana bread. Yeah, it's the best banana bread you'll
0: ever there taste is. in your life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, they call it the spa oh, bread, which is really amazing.
1: The yeah. kitchen, I seriously, it's so beautiful. I'm going to post some photos on on our social media. Um, when this episode goes live because it is just such an incredible space. I really never wanted to leave. Wow, I think we've we've covered so much today and I really am so grateful for your time. I, before we go, I really just wanted to ask you, and this is just like an all-round question, and I wanted to ask you, what would be your absolute number one tip
0: for better all-round health? So there's, there's two that are very, very important. Okay. Three, actually, that are very important for me. Scraping of the tongue in the morning, doing abhyanga, which is doing the self massage every day, which we have in our website, you can find all the different oils. And then so if you are feeling too hot uh, today, so then we use the pita. So there's going to be the cooling. If I feel like, oh, I'm so like, then you can use the, the calming, which is the vata. Or if you feel like, oh, I'm so sluggish, then use the kapha. So you have all of them, depends how you feel, you use it. So that using that is very very important. Just the oil. Is there a specific technique on how
1: you're doing the massaging every every day? Doing
0: the Bianca, we can I can share that with you, so you okay, can share yeah, it with people. We have a little please. video on how to do it. And the other thing is meditating every day. Amazing, twice a day. So you you are able to take out the stress and those are the three things that I do no matter what, every day. Amazing. Thank you so much, Marta. Honestly, you
1: are just You're welcome. Incredible. And I'm yeah, I'm so grateful for your time. And you're in beautiful Kauai right now, yeah.
0: We're doing a retreat,
1: uh it starts tomorrow.
0: Actually, people are starting to come back now. Look how beautiful
1: it is. It's so I'm actually going there next year for a friend's wedding for the first time and I cannot wait. It looks yeah, stunning. The house. Yeah yeah oh well thank (laughs) you so much again for taking the time out of your day and i will chat to you when i get to la in a few weeks
0: no you're welcome i hope i'm looking forward to seeing you